it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah! I am fired up for the weekend, Al. I, re- I really, truly am. I am feeling so good about this. There's a million things going on. What, what are you doing this weekend other than watching the Dodgers and the Rams? All right, so first of all, let's just say solid hour. I'm out here uh, out here in the Seattle area right now. What? So I'm going to be, I know, just relax. Everything's okay. I'm actually near uh, Mount Rainier. You ever come out to Mount Rainier? Uh, no. I've been to Seattle, but I've never been to Mount Rainier. You look like you're like in a log cabin or something. Where where Maybe are you exactly? Cabin. Literally in a log cabin. <laughs> in fireside chats. I'm looking for the uh, pot-bellied stove and you with a pipe and uh, a golden retriever at your feet. That's the that's the only downside. Dog couldn't come. Dog oh, couldn't come. That, how is Rookie? We haven't talked about Rookie in a while. How, how's he doing? He's the man. He's the mayor of Pasadena. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay, good. The dude literally walks around. Everybody knows his name, and uh, I'm like, I just got to take this dude for a walk. We got to do a couple things. We got to get back in the house. He's the man. He's the absolute man. Okay, so I, I don't know what your travel schedule is, but put this on your phone or your laptop or whatever it is when you get back on the plane to come back. I, I was flipping around yesterday. Okay. And on Netflix, there's this thing. It was, it was at the top of the queue. This is how I found it. It's called Crime and Penalties. It's untold stories, crime and penalties. And it's the story of this mobster in Connecticut who buys a hockey team, a minor league Washington. hockey team, and gives it to his 17-year-old kid to run. Already saw it. You saw it. Already watched it. Isn't that amazing? Pretty damn interesting. <laughs> They just goon it up. They beat the you-know-what yep. out of everybody they play against. The they're, FBI's they're, investigating they're, everybody. They're, they're putting, paying guys in bags of cash. It's just a circus. Say. I was going to say, he's paying his guys ten grand under the table, cash, all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, this is the type of business I want to get into. I uh, I started looking if they're hiring. They're not hiring, just FYI. I, I, was, I was in all the way, and then when they blew up the garbage truck like a scene out of The Sopranos, I'm like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. Just absolutely fantastic. you you got to go do it. Crime and penalties no, it's a good on one. Netflix. It, it's, it's great. A perfect, it's a perfect one this weekend. About, what do you think, an hour and a half long or yeah. something like that? So yeah. just long enough. And every guy in it is a character straight out of a movie. Mm-hmm. Every single guy's like, well, this guy can't be for real. Well, that guy mm-hmm. can't be for real. Some guy's smoking a cigar and cackling through the whole team and blowing up garbage trucks and bags of cats. It's, it's fantastic. So if you get a chance, go see it. I'm not worried, Al, but I am intrigued. I'm intrigued okay. by what the Clippers are doing down in Inglewood today. And Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. They're breaking ground on their new arena. And Steve Ballmer did an interview yesterday with ESPN, and what he said I think is absolutely fascinating. He said, we needed to say we're our own guys. We don't play in the same place as the other guys. We're going to have our own identity. He goes on to say, I've never been in a place where you have two teams in a town. I grew up in Detroit. Everybody's a Pistons fan. And I think for enough years, the Clippers were bad enough. Everybody could just ignore the Clippers. We're good now, and we're going to be good year in and year out. We're going to build our own building more of our own identity, more of our own personality. And I think some of the fans on the other side, if you will, it's like, what? You dare to question our supremacy? No, we do. I'm pumped. Wow. 
I, I legitimately wow, Al. Mm-hmm. That that is exactly what you would want to hear if you're a Clipper fan. So can I? I want to separate a couple things here because nobody's going to be obviously a bigger Laker fan than me. Mm-hmm. But I want to put let, let's put aside Lakers and the Clippers. Let's put aside the NBA for a quick second. When you have an owner as powerful as Steve Ballmer, who continues to invest in the city of Los Angeles, you know, you can kind of turn your head a couple times. You know you know how much he's worth? $20 billion, something like that? Yeah. Uh, he's worth over $100 billion. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. No, I, he's not, he can't be worth over $100 billion. Let, 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 let me, let me double check to Mr. Ballmer for shorting him $80 billion. <laughs> well, no, let, let me double check the number because, and, and Emily Funch, you guys can double check it here. I know at one point, this is over the last two years. $97.5 billion. Okay, 97.5. Stop exaggerating, Slee. You were only off by $2.5 billion. (laughs) So this is a couple things come into play. Over the last couple pregame show or the last couple years, doing the pregame show with Michael, Michael loves, one of the things he always says, he loves counting other people's money. (laughs) I know he does. So if the Lakers are going to play the Clippers, money's going to come up because of Steve Ballmer. I'm not telling you, Trav, there was a moment where I was saying he's worth – He's worth north of fifty billion, wow. and then last year I remember last season he's worth north of seventy billion. Well, now he's worth ninety something billion dollars. When you have somebody that big, that powerful, just stop for a quick second. This dude can do things. He owns a NBA franchise in Los Angeles. He doesn't have to play by the same rules as everybody else in the world of sports. the The Steve Ballmer portion of this, um, I find it fascinating because. I can sit here and tell you, well, why the hell are you investing in L.A.? Why didn't you go take this team to another market? Why mm-hmm. didn't you go to Seattle like everybody said? Why didn't you go where there's actually a fan base that would appreciate you and you know want to spend some time and some money and some resources and some passion around your specific franchise? He genuinely does not care. This is his path, his road. He's going to do it his way. And, oh, by the way, he's worth almost $100 billion. You do whatever the hell you want. But this, this – this is what I find just as fascinating as those that want to say Lakers versus the Clippers, um, and there really isn't much competition there, but you do have an owner that's going to do everything that he wants to do, and, and I think he's going to accomplish whatever his goals are. What's more interesting to me, or just as interesting, where are they going to build the stadium? Inglewood. Do you remember back in, I want to say it was like 2013 or 14, right around that time frame, where everyone was lobbying to try to build an NFL stadium. Do sure. you remember remember Farmer's Field? Yeah. Do you remember when it was AEG sure. trying to build a stadium in downtown? Down here, yeah. Did they lose that battle? Sure. Of course they did. Sofi built one in Sofi in Inglewood. Do you remember th- this these are some of the different events that are going to come to Inglewood over the next few years. Okay, I'm going to throw this out. This is what what is coming with Sofi Stadium, okay? Super Bowl this year. 2022, actually, right? Yeah. Where is it? It's at SoFi. Yep. College football championship. Coming Where here. is it? Coming here. Okay. That's at SoFi. All in Inglewood. WrestleMania 2023. Opening and closing ceremonies to an event. Uh, it's a pretty small event. It's called the Summer Olympics. <laughs> That's in 2028. Yeah. The reason why I say that is it's a fascinating battle going on between LA Live and what's being built in Inglewood. Steve Ballmer is about to build a state-of-the-art stadium. You don't have to be a Clipper fan. You know what's going to happen? There's going to be Laker fans that go to that arena because there's a concert that they like, because there's a big event that they like. Mm -hmm. 
I find it just as fascinating what's happening between downtown L.A. versus Inglewood. And don't tell me, I mean, if you look 20 years down the road, is all the attention going to be in Inglewood? That, that's a kind of a fascinating battle in itself. Well, like you said, the, the projected price tag for Balmer's building is $2 billion. Okay? So if you've seen it on TV or been lucky enough to be inside of SoFi yet, you know what $5 billion gets you. Okay, and, that, and that's for that's a for a football stadium, five thousand, exactly. whatever it is, right? So you're spending roughly half that amount of money. Just think if you just made half of SoFi, pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a basketball arena, and all of these other bells and whistles that he wants to put into it. And and here's the thing that I want to bring back to the the conversation about the Lakers because you're right, the real estate play, the commerce play is fascinating and will play out over the next you know 10 or 12 years for all the reasons that you just mentioned. But here's, here's the long-term play from a basketball perspective. A, for the first time, I'm hearing something from the Clippers and their ownership that isn't deferential to the Lakers, that isn't, hey, look, there's plenty to go around. There's a lot of basketball fans here. The Lakers, sure, they have tradition and they've won all these championships and all these great players, but, you know, we've got our fans too. None of this, it was... Look, if they don't like it, they don't like it. I don't care. I'm building this thing down here. We do L.A. our way. We're going to come down here. I'm going to build a state-of-the-art building where everybody's going to be blown away by it. And if they're uncomfortable with it, that's their problem. I don't care. I love that. It's exactly the right answer because here's how it plays out. I'm not going to become a Clipper fan. You're not going to become a Clipper fan. We've made our decision, and that's how it is. But there is a kid that's going to be eight years old when that building is built that's going to see it. That Clippers are good. If Steve Ballmer's right, we're going to be good every year. He's going to see that. He's going to like the uniforms. They're going to be good. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have an allegiance at this point. At that point, hey, mom and dad will take him there because guess what? The aisles are going to be a little wider. There's going to be more leg room, and some fat guy like me is a little more comfortable sitting in that seat as opposed to another seat. I'll just take the kid to a Clipper game because I can sit there and order food, and I don't have to move. I don't have to do this. I don't have to get cramped. I don't have to wait in line to go use the bathroom. They're going to have twice the amount of toilets. All these little things that make it easy for mom and dad. Kid loves it. He's looking. At the, he's a Clipper fan. I get it. The Lakers will always be the Lakers, and the Clippers are never going to compete on that level. But this is how you compete with them, by giving an alternate experience in your own universe that is extraordinary. And, oh, by the way, make the basketball good. And I don't have any doubt that he's going to. He's made a commitment to that. This is the first thing I've ever seen this franchise do other than, you know, you had Kawhi Leonard, that's impressive. You had Paul uh, Paul George, that's impressive. But that's a basketball thing. And, and this is the first one to go, oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a little different, and I wonder how it lands with Laker fans. Well, this is – okay, I, I got a couple layers to this because, you know, when I hear you kind of explain it that way, I don't know. I, I guess I just – I have a difficult time. It, it's very difficult to compare the franchises or say that they're going up against each other. I have a difficult time doing that because I do think it's so incredibly lopsided that – Trav, let's just go back to this. You know, Lakers were eliminated from the playoffs, and here come the Clippers. They're still in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard goes down, and they still beat the Utah Jazz. And they get to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in franchise history. Um, you and I, because this is our job, and, you know, it's important to also kind of cover. And it was unique. Clippers had never got that far. Uh, the Lakers are out of it. So we're covering it as best as we can. But the reality is I still didn't feel anything in the city. I still didn't feel like, okay, oh, my gosh, a lot of people are starting to get excited about what the Clippers are accomplishing. That's the battle the Clippers are always going to have. But 
one of the things I think you brought up that's the most important thing. It's one thing to say, this is the way you do it. It's another thing to say, the dude's got the resources to do it, right? Like, yep. Do you remember this with Steve Ballmer, that the Great Western Forum, or the, the Forum, do you know who was owned by before Steve Ballmer took over ownership? The Madison Square Garden, MSG. Right, yeah. James Dolan, Yeah. right? The, the MSG group. Yep. Do you know they were in a lawsuit that wasn't allowing <laughs> yes. this to go down. So do you know what Steve Ballmer did? How much you want? Okay. He bought Here's the forum. Much. <laughs> he gave them 400 mil and say, <laughs> right. hey, listen, I don't have time for this. This is going to waste time. Here's I'm scratching you a check for 400 mil. Go stand on the sidelines there. Go figure out what to do with the New York Knicks. I got other things to move on to. <laughs> right. That to me, you know, that moment alone was, okay, are the Clippers going to have challenges in L.A.? Of course they are. Are the Clippers ever going to be real competition to the Lakers? I don't think they will be. But Steve Ballmer doesn't care, and he has the resources to not care. He has the resources to say, I'll go build my own stadium, and from a you know a business perspective, I'm not a third tenant. I'm not sharing revenue. I don't have there's AEG ads everywhere, and then I have to wait till it's my turn to play and then have my ads. I don't have to go take an Austin Rivers uh, uh, you know, photo and put it over the Lakers <laughs> banners. Like he doesn't have to do that anymore. And again, do I think the Clippers are better off in a better market? I genuinely do. But if you're going to do it one way and you have an owner like Steve Ballmer that can do it his way, tell me a better blueprint that he can do with this scenario knowing that the Los Angeles Lakers are the Los Angeles Yeah, Lakers. look, I, I agree with you on the other market, but that's also never going to happen. If, if he was going to no, 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 if, if bounce, he would have bounced. That, that he's building the $2 billion building. He's not going anywhere. No, no, that's so, it. It's over. I, I'm with you on that. But he's he's doing this right and and I want to ask the question to Laker fans does this make you feel any differently about the way that you view the Clippers I'm not talking about are they going to beat the Lakers next year that's not the conversation right here I'm talking about is there another player in the area is there another guy that's got a, a higher stack of chips with you that can all of a sudden do some things that'll turn your head a little bit because he's not trying like I said he's not trying to get us out he's trying to get a kid that hasn't even been born yet and this is a long-term play. And the way you do it, look at what LAFC did. Okay, LAFC created a state-of-the-art soccer facility. It's in a great location. And they put together a package that fans immediately loved. I think about the, the fan section, the 3252, right? The people that are going, they're singing and dancing and waving flags and setting off smoke bombs. The, the whole it, it's, it's a party. Ballmer wants to do the same thing. Do he, we have an example of this? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, when you say LAFC, obviously the Galaxy who has history in L.A., mm -hmm. they're, they're such a small portion of, um, you know, just the, I guess you could say the fan base. Is the equivalent, just t help me with this, is this, is this the equivalent of Artie Moreno coming to actually L.A., not Anaheim, and calling it the Anaheim Angels of the Los Angeles of the city of L.A.? <laughs> you know, it, it, is the example... Somebody coming in like the Angels. Let, let, let's use the Angels I'm, I'm as an example. What it would be is if the Angels said, you know what, we're not going to play in this building anymore. This has really never been our home. It's been the Rams. It's been this. It's monster trucks. It's it's all these other things. I mean, the Angels have been there forever. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we're going to build a brand new state-of-the-art building in Long Beach. Okay, it's going to be the nicest baseball stadium that you've ever seen in your life. It's going to be on the water. It's going to be perfect. And you know what? I don't. I don't want to hear that. We're 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 just as good as the Dodgers. They win more World Series than us. Yeah, 
Are, are they further down the road than us? Yeah, we're, I'm not competing with the Dodgers anymore. I'm here to give you the best possible baseball product that this city has to offer, the best stadium experience that this area has to offer. I'm going to blow your socks off with your experience here. And, oh, by the way, baseball is going to be really good too. Come on in and check it out. That's what it is. Can I ask you a question? And I know we got to go to breakers, so we do this coming back. Why take why take a shot at the Lakers? What's the – I'm trying to think the advantage here because one of the quotes from Steve Ballmer, and we could read it when we come back, is directly it's, – it's directed towards the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh-huh. I don't understand that strategy. I do. Somebody might like it and somebody might sit back and say, no, that's actually the exact way to do it. I don't understand why you take a shot at the Lakers in the process. I'll read that quote when we come back, and then, Trav, I want to get your reaction. Yeah, absolutely, because I think I have the answer to that. It's all straight ahead. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. One game back, indeed, and uh, I cannot wait to see how this weekend ends because it's, it's coming down to the wire. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, Al, give me the quote that you don't understand from Steve Ballmer because I think I can help you. Okay, so let me kind of set this up. We're obviously talking about uh, the Clippers announcing their Intuit Dome. Is that what it's called, Intuit Dome? Sure. So their new arena, new arena, which they already have naming rights to, and um, – from a business perspective, this dude is doing some pretty amazing things, and that's what happens when you're worth $97.5 billion. My question chances. is, <laughs> why question, my question is, why take a shot at the Lakers in this conversation that you're having? Because I think this is a direct shot at the Lakers. Listen to – or not listen. I'm going to read off Steve Ballmer's quote. He says there's 30 teams in the league. Um, there's 29 others, and we got one that happens to be based in L.A., and we got our fans, we use our expression, L.A. our way. And we're building our own presence and identity. And if the other guys feel a little threatened, the other guys, fans I mean, the players are actually a little different deal. But if they feel a little threatened, that's okay. It means we're doing good. Mm-hmm. Why, when you're doing what you're doing, what's the point of referencing the Lakers? What's the point of of uh, acknowledging them while you're supposed to be doing L.A. your way? Why is my question? I think it's as simple as this is what leaders do. They set out a path and they tell their subordinates, their followers, their employees, their soldiers, however you want to break it down, we're going to go take those guys out and here's how we're going to do it. He's laying it out. He's not saying, hey, guys, Let's go in there and see if we can find our way through this. What he's saying is, no, they have what we want. We're going to go take it. I'll use another bad analogy. Disagree. Okay? This is, you've heard it a million times. Mm -hmm. When you get sent to prison, what do they tell you to do? Go find the biggest, baddest guy and punch him right in the mouth in the first day. So, look, he's going to thrash you, but at least everybody else knows, don't mess with me. I can definitely relate to that. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, by the way, I would kill myself before I went to that route. I'm I'm not going in. That's not happening. That's why they take – the reason they take away your belt is for guys like me because that's the way that I'm going out. But, no, I like it. Look, I'm not a Clipper fan, but I love this, Al. I love the idea. Look, 
when you want to be the best, Steve Ballmer's not looking to make money. He's like you said, he's got ninety-seven and a half billion dollars. Okay, he's good. He doesn't have to worry about, well, we should do this. No, no. He's making a play for it. And the way you do it is you figure out who does it best. The answer is the Lakers do it the best. Take them on. Don't don't tiptoe around it. Go right at them. I respect it. It doesn't make me a Clipper fan, but I respect the I respect the hustle that he's just going right at him. He's not pretending that it's not happening. I want what you have, and I'm coming to take it. I admire it. I, I want to throw something out to. Uh, by the way, you could be a Clipper fan and call in. You could be a Laker fan that calls in eight seven 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 ten ESPN on the Dr Pepper call in line. So th- this is a question I want to ask Trav. What do you think of the moves Bomber is making? Do you agree with his approach? by taking a kind of a shot here indirectly at the Los Angeles Lakers. Let me explain this way. I'm going to give, you know, you said something. You said that's what leaders do. I don't know if I agree with that. I I think what what I feel a leader, and by the way, this is Steve Ballmer who's obviously led unbelievable companies, and that's how he made all his money and everything else. I don't think you worry about the competition. I don't think you pay attention to the competition because you can't do anything about the competition. All you can do is worry about yourself. Do you think the Clippers, when they went out there these last couple of years that Steve Ballmer had ownership, um, when he's going out and getting Kawhi Leonard, he's going out and getting Paul George, he's going out and, you know, where you where you can, from an ownership perspective, because there's a salary cap in the NBA, if you have more money than you possibly know what to do with and you really want to go in, do you know where you can spend more resources and more of your money on that uh, some of these other franchises can't? Trav, you could do that in the front office. We have we have sat back and talked about the last nine years for the Dodgers. Why have they been this successful? Why are they making the playoffs nine years in a row? Only two other franchises have a longer winning streak. It's because of their front office. So mm-hmm. Bomber's Bomber's doing exactly what he should do, and he has all the resources to, resource to do it. My only question is, why take a shot? at a franchise like the Lakers when you know this town, this city, this you know th- this organization, they dominate the market. I, yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I respect it. I admire it. I just don't know if that's, that's the approach to take. I, I want to be number one. I have to acknowledge the competition. I'm not here to carve out a corner of this. I want all of this. I don't, I don't want to share it with you. I want it all, and I'm not going to pretend you don't exist. I'm here to take what you want. I guess it's just a, a – It ain't a, happening. A, no, it's not happening, but I like the fact that he's trying to do it anyway. He's not saying, hey, if I just go over here and build my little place down here, you'll leave me alone. We'll be the Lakers, and I don't have to compete. No, he said, no, I want, I want what you have. I, I, I respect the hustle. Not going to make me a Clipper fan, but I really do. Let's try a call here. Uh, Venice and Steve. Steve, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey guys, yeah, great show. So yeah, by the way, I agree. I'm a big Lake, <laughs> big Lakers fan. Okay, not a Clippers fan. However, I love what Bomber is doing because he's aiming for the stars, but he'll end up at the moon. And I, I think he's setting the stage in LA for a battle that's going to put some pressure on the Bus family to have better, you know, accommodations outside of Staples when that lease is up, have better parking, have better access to bathrooms. So I think it's fantastic what he's doing. I, I'm all in on it. And that, that, that's the game right there. Thank you, Steve. That Look, like he said, I'm not a Clipper fan, but if you give me and, – and again, we're talking about kids that probably haven't been born yet because at some point my convenience as the person that's going to make these decisions is going to factor into this. I want to go see the new building. I want to go check it out. Maybe it's a concert that gets me in there. But if it's making my socks roll up and down and I'm blown away by it, hey, kid, jump in the car. Let's go watch the Clippers. you got to see this building. That kid becomes a Clipper fan. That kid becomes a fan that not because I, I'm going to have the Lakers on in my house when we're watching games, but that's how it's a long-term play, 
and I love it. And that convenience that that he was just talking about, Al, I think it's a big part of it. All right, let's let's say a couple more calls because I, you know, this is this I, I I'm fascinated by this. I really am because, and maybe part of me is fascinated because it's so unique to L.A. Is someone swinging at the Lakers? You know, like. Put put it this way, Trav. Let let let's say this. Let's just kind of let let's put this in perspective. It is the equivalent of the Mets swinging at the Yankees, and maybe that's not even a good example because the Mets actually have a pretty damn good fan base in in New York. Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent, you could say, of you know you just kind of go up and down of these different markets that have two franchises there. But this is so unique because. At no point in Clippers history, you said something. How many times did you say you respect and you admire? You respect and you admire. Mm-hmm. You kept saying that about what Steve Ballmer's doing. Previous ownership to the Clippers, I, I remember even asking yeah, people when Donald that Sterling wasn't was, coming out anybody's but, mouth. <laughs> when Donald Sterling was the owner, I would ask Clipper fans, they'd be like, "How can you cheer for a team when that's your owner?" He don't care about winning. He doesn't care about respect of the players. He doesn't like. I, I would always have a difficult time with that because yeah. you know because of that exact reason. Well, it, so it's, it's it's so hard because I, I get what you're saying in a general sense, but Donald Sterling was such a disgusting human being. It was really hard to ever get past that. That it wasn't just like when when he was just a bum of an owner and his team was winning 15 games a year. That's one thing, but. He was so gross. Like it was yeah. just, it was just such an ugly presence that he would have at the game. So, it, but, but you're right. We, we're loaded up here. Al. Let's fire through some of these here. Let's go to Chris. Chris, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call, fellas. Sure. All right. Uh, yeah. As far as the Lakers, uh, us fans feeling threatened. No, this is there's just no way that we're threatened by them. That's my one point. And two. When is that building going to be completed? Because by that time, Kawhi and Paul George might not even be there anymore. You might. Hey, let me say this, Chris. You might be right. They might not be there, and Bomber's net worth might have gone from ninety-seven point five million dollars to one hundred and thirty-four million uh, billion dollars. Yeah, he's going to get I, guys. Whether it's Kawhi and Paul George, that he will get guys because he's got cash. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, Trav. That, that's you. You keep referencing this, the long play. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to play it. No, of course. You can't play. I mean, th- this isn't going to happen. Nothing's going to happen overnight. Um, and, and that, but but that's a Laker fan telling you that he doesn't feel threatened. I, right. I feel the same way on that. I, I do too. But I want to throw this into the mix. Let's say Chris, or let's say that uh, Sliwa Junior. Dabo Junior. Okay, shows yep. up one day, and he says, "Dad, you know what I want for my birthday? I want mm-hmm. a I want a Clipper jersey. Mm-hmm. They're my favorite team." Do you feel a little different at that point? I know you're not threatened by it because you're you're a Laker guy. You were raised a Laker guy. You'll always be a Laker guy. I get it. So am I. But it's one of those, hey, this is starting to turn a little bit. My kid yeah. wants a Clipper jersey. That's when you go, huh, things are a little different. And that's the that's the pond that Steve Ballmer's fishing in. But the way he's, do, he's doing it with dynamite. He's doing it. He's not trying to pick one or two here. He's going big with the building. First, let me just say this. He's grounded for 60 days, okay? <laughs> There's no hesitation there, grounded 60 can, days. Can I, I don't tell know you how something? old. I don't know how old you're, in your head he is, but however old, if he's eight, he, he's eight. Uh, yeah. there's no video games. Okay, okay? fair enough. Can if I he's just... 14, if I was going to give him kind of a, a, a hand-down car at 16, now that's not happening till 21. There's a lot of things that come into play <laughs> if that happens. Okay, can I just, as the resident dad on the show, can I tell you all a little bit of secret? 
don't ground your kids because it means they're home with you. Okay, that's a bad punishment. That that's one of those things that as a kid, you're like, this sucks, but it's for or, or here's the worst one. I'm gonna yeah. take your phone. Well, now they're gonna now they're gonna bother you. So you gotta come up with more creative things than grounding and taking phones. So let, let me say this. When we come back, let's take some more calls. And you know what's interesting here? We got actually a lot of Clipper fans yeah. that wanna chime in. And I, I wanna hear it from their perspective because I think you're gonna get there's a certain perspective you're gonna get from Laker fans, which is there's no threat. You know, Lakers are fine. It's a Laker town. Let's hear it from a Clipper perspective. I, I think that that can be a unique angle. All right, Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear more driven. Plus, how I have another fight song that I need to sing at some point. We're going to do all of that. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Jags and the um, Detroit Lions final score 68 to 67. That's my prediction for the uh, Million Dollar Mondays. What do you think, Slee? It's not bad. <laughs> it's really, really not bad. I feel like you gave it a lot of thought, too. This is not something you just jumped into. It's not something you just heard in the promo leading right before the show <laughs> got back from commercial break. I really feel like you gave this thought. Jared Goff, Super Bowl MVP, 11 touchdown passes and zero interceptions. There, there you go. There's your million bucks. There, uh, I got you covered. There's nothing left to say. I literally have nothing. <laughs> right. um, I love this topic. We're talking about yeah, Steve Ballmer. Building his new arena and and just laying it out there, like, look, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take on all comers. I'm gonna build a great arena. I'm not gonna have to share it with anybody else anymore. We've got our own fans, and if that makes anybody uncomfortable, well, that's your problem. I I, I love it. By the way, I'm also gonna say this: as much as we say, you know, oh my gosh, he's building his own stadium, and you know, he's funding the whole thing, all that stuff. It's also an incredible business decision as well. Uh, obviously, the land that he's gonna. Uh, take over on top of that you don't have to share any revenue all the sponsorships that you have there it's all yours they already have it into it is the it's called the into it dome so i think it's a 23 year sponsorship uh, just use staple center as an example staple center that's owned by aeg so this mm-hmm. is this is his property this is his land the guy obviously knows what he's doing from that perspective and if you want to donate to steve Ballmer, it's gofundme he's trying to <laughs> Get a few dollars to help out. Help a brother out, right? (laughs) Make sure that he he can put some food on the table at the end of the day. Let's try another phone call here. Let's go to Compton this time. These are going to be some Clipper fans, by the way. We want to get a little Clipper perspective on this. Absolutely. Ed in Compton. Ed, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Ed? 
Hey, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm for sure not a Clippers fan. I'm a Lakers fan, but I do believe the Lakers are more on a two-year run with like LeBron and Westbrook in these next two years. The Clippers are more of like a five-year run. So it's smart for Bomber to play the interactive stadium game to get the young to get the young crowd. No, hey, oh, no, I'm sorry. not a Clippers. Yeah, no, I I, I hear oh, you. Oh, I love Ed going out of his way. He's like, let me let me make sure. Again. It's like I've he, already he said was it offended. three times. Let me say it a fourth time. I am not a Clipper fan. Yeah, let me be very clear. <laughs> I'm not that. It's like being called a. You know, I, I don't I don't know what it's like being called, but something he didn't want to be called. Um, this isn't about runs. This isn't about hey, we have a three year window. The Lakers have a two year window, or the Lakers have a three year window, and the Clippers have. It's not what I'm talking about. This is a 25 year play. This is both a short-term, I'm going to make a bunch of noise right now, get a lot of eyeballs on my new arena, get people very excited about what's going on today. And, oh, by the way, I'm setting this up because if we're talking about runs, the run he's talking about is I want to build an organization. I want to build a brand. I want to build a culture that's like the Lakers built over the last 40 or 50 years, which is we win all the time. We're in the mix all the time. We have star players. We take care of our fans. We give you a first-rate experience. That's what the Lakers are known for, right? The the Lakers treat their fans exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. And the experience at a Laker game is unique. It is a really great environment there. He's trying to create his own thing there. And it's not about, hey, we got to do this while Kawhi's here. That's not what this is about. This is about some kid that's going to be born in the year 2026 that's going to be eight years old in 2034 that's getting ready to decide which team he wants to be a fan of. He's going for that kid right now. Okay, so also, you know, just kind of play it from that perspective. I I really think, don't think just Lakers-Clippers. This is not a Lakers versus Clippers move. I, I, I mentioned this when we first started this conversation, we first started this topic. Trav, Steve Ballmer is building his own arena, his own stadium, what Staples Center has been to downtown Los Angeles, that's the mecca. That's the entertainment capital of the world. That's the place where all the concerts are booked. That's the place that you go to for any big-time event. Jay-Z's in town. Taylor Swift's in town. All that stuff that you're talking about that has happened in L.A. Live, there's also a shift of attention to I'm trying to build that here in Inglewood, so I'm booking all those shows. If you're a Laker fan, uh, yes, Staples Center's got all the beautiful, unbelievable um, uh, statues outside of Staples Center. I'm going to do my own thing over here, and you kind of have to come here sometimes because you want to see that artist that's going to be performing. I'm going to force you to come to my arena. I, I think it's it's a much bigger play than just the Clippers versus the Lakers. And you get to see the Michael Candy statue when you go to see it. It's a, it's, it's a two-for-one. You get the concert and you get the Candyman statue And you can see Austin Rivers, like I said, <laughs> the same banner that, that, that – went over Laker championship banners so will be out there in uh, in showcase. And, 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 and to, to your point, you won't be constantly reminded of, hey, you're not them. That when you're in that building, it's a constant reminder of, hey, you're not them. With your own building, that's out the window. Let's go to Boyle Heights this time. And Adam, Adam, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks a lot for taking the call, man. You guys are killing it. I thanks. love it. Um, I respect uh, what Mr. Bomber's doing for sure. I mean, you got to respect the hustle. But I'm. Let's get it out there right now. I am a Lakers fan, and they're never going to put a dent into what the Laker brand is. When the Lakers go on the road, they draw. When when we go to that new uh, stadium that he's going to build, it's going to be fifty fifty, if not probably more Laker fans than not. So, I mean, the the Laker brand is just recognized worldwide, and we'll just leave it at that. 
Oh, Adam, I like that. First of all, I, I like – Trav, I'm already getting excited. You know why I'm getting excited? I'm getting excited for the new stadium to open up in Inglewood, mm-hmm. a Lakers-Clippers game. I'd love to be in that arena rocking the Lakers jersey, the Lakers home game again. <laughs> this is all we're asking for. Let's get you back You get to put on there. your purple Magic jersey. I, I gonna, respect let me, that. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy season Clippers season tickets, okay, just so I can make sure that I have the Clipper home games versus the Lakers, just to make sure that I could personally be at the arena for those games. That's number one. And number two, so I could sell the tickets for all the road jerseys, all the road <laughs> opponents that are going to come into the new arena. You know what's hilarious to me, Al? That all of these child. people that are calling us right now are yeah. like going out of the way, hey, hey, just real quick before we start, I'm not a Clipper fan. No, that's what you got to so it's, like, it's like being accused of being like an adulterer or something like that. Like, hey, listen, I, I don't cheat on my wife, but let me just tell you, it's so good that I, I it's do like think, this scarlet letter that they want to avoid. It's very well, funny to me. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's it's unspoken rule. You know, there's baseball has their rules. You know, kind of, there's things you just you're not allowed to do and you don't have to talk about it. This is kind of the same thing. If you're going to call in here. At least just remind us of where your allegiance is and then go go along your point. All right, let's try one more phone call here on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Let's go to Oxnard this time. And Brian, Brian, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? What's up, man? So uh, I, too, also am not a Clipper fan. I'm a diehard Lakers fan. Let's get that straight first, too. <laughs> but what I want to say is this. It's cool. It's cute. You have all these teams that are making state-of-the-art uh, stadiums and football and basketball, all this stuff. At the end of the day, it's about the product you're putting on the floor, man. Like, if I'm a Clipper fan, you're going to go there. You're going to be like, oh, wow, this is all cute and cool. Nice stadium, nice dome, uh, retractable roof. If that even happens in basketball, I doubt it. But you're going to have all this, this experience. But the product at the end of the day is going to be what sends you home happy. Basically, you guys appreciate your food. Imagine this. You go to a nice restaurant, has a beachfront uh, view, amazing uh, waiter, waitress helps you out, all this stuff and everything. But you leave deal with a kind of mm-hmm. bad experience with the food, empty stomach. You go home, and uh, as you're going home, you're, you're going by McDonald's on the drive through to kind of ease the, <laughs> the flavor that you missed out on at the restaurant. That's kind of what's going to happen with Clipper fans, man. Okay. They're going to go there. They're going to get spoiled, but it's not going to. It's going to be the same kind of thing, I think. I, I, I hear you, and, and you're right. Look, if you go no, into the, product, the restaurant, the will be good. That, yeah. that's exactly right. If you yeah. go into the restaurant and it's terrible, you're not going back, even if it's got a beautiful atmosphere and – you know the waiters are really good if the food stinks you're not going back i get it their food doesn't stink their product right now is good now is it spago maybe not but it's also not fast food it is it is something that is pretty darn good there's no reason to believe that it's not going to continue to be it's pretty darn good steakhouse yeah right? it's it, outback steakhouse it's better than that it's 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 and i like outback but we're talking about a team that went to the western conference finals without their best player they're pretty good okay look I, i'm not a clipper fan I, I need to say it's that Olive because Garden. that's what we're doing. It's Olive Garden. No, stop. <laughs> it's, Unlimited breadsticks. It's a pretty good restaurant at this point. Maybe it's not your favorite one like the Lakers, but look, it is about the bells and whistles when you're getting down to it. If the product's good, and it is, and it and it feels like it's going to stay there, Al, I, I, I think that the Lakers have something to think about. I go to Applebee's a couple times a year. Love Applebee's. Who doesn't like the... Whatever Applebee's has, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like they don't have an identity like That's the awesome. breadsticks. That's awesome. You the, delivered the, the blooming let, let onion. Me, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me just say this. For almost two hours, you're unstoppable. And then when it came to Applebee's and naming one item, you choked under. Well, pressure. here's what you do. You went 
Outback, Bloomin' Onion, really easy. You go Olive Garden, it's the breadsticks, really breadsticks. easy. They're the things. But yeah. does Applebee's have a signature thing? If they do, I don't know. I apologize to Applebee's. Maybe they do, but uh, I, I just don't know what it is. That's Eating my good problem. in the neighborhood. <laughs> there in the you neighborhood. go. All right. Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycles, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Emily, fact or cap? All right. Up first, it's a show that's close to my heart. It's been 12 years since Community premiered on on NBC. So here's my statement. Community is the best TV comedy that got canceled too soon. Travis, is this fact or cap? That's cap. I like Community. I don't know it super well. I, I had a Al. I had a brief period of time, and, and I shouldn't okay. say brief because it's 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 a continuing period of time where mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Allison Brie, the actress. She played yep. uh, Trudy Campbell on Mad Men, um, and she was on Community. She's in Glow. She's she's wonderful, lovely, now and talented. Dave, actress. Dating Dave Franco. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is, but that sounds cool. Uh, she's dating Dave Franco. Sounds like now. a great relationship. Yeah. Um. So I like that show because Allison Brie is in it, but the best tv show that was canceled too soon freaks and geeks that had just a million megastar seth rogan was in it the other franco was in it and most importantly linda cartellini was in it also a huge fan of hers so that's the correct answer to that question i actually do know dave franco that dude is uh the man okay this guys this is an easy one first of all this is cap what are we doing here what are we funches funches you know what's going on what's the best show that was canceled too early the Chappelle show Chappelle show that's the one that by far in my opinion and by the way maybe I'm uh maybe I'm just too too big of a fan of Dave Chappelle but that show was so good and we got just a taste of it and it was at the absolute best and all of a sudden they couldn't come to an agreement Comedy Central Dave Chappelle and that's it the Chappelle show was over that to me is the one that stands out the most you know what I don't like that you have a better answer than me. I hate that. That's that that bothers me deeply. But that isn't your that the is trap? Isn't that mine. the one? Yes, it is. Stop. Next topic. Now go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, baseball has the Next best topic. <laughs> baseball has the best sports movies. Alan, is this factor cap? Uh, this is cap. What are we doing here? Okay, I don't have another one. I wasn't gonna. I almost did the same exact thing that I did for <laughs> the Chappelle the, show. Is the, the last best movie. <laughs> Chappelle stand-up specials on Netflix. Are okay, the best okay. Am I right or wrong on this? Um, NBA or NBA basketball is the best movies. And let me just throw out some movies here. What? Okay. This is the this is the dumbest thing you've ever said on the show. I'm excited. Oh yeah, because white men can't jump it's wasn't good. one of the best That's basketball one. movies. It's a good movie because we got game wasn't one of the best eh, basketball okay. movies. Well, first of all, it's called he got game or not he we got, got game. game. But go ahead because no. Hoosiers oh, Hoosiers wasn't one of the best it, sports look. movies of all time. You want me to keep going down the list? Yeah, I don't have too many more, so I, <laughs> I'm hoping you could jump in. Semi Pro isn't one of the eh. Best even basketball you, movies even of you all are time. reaching with semi pro. We're both just huge a second Wolf here. Fans. I'll take a Space Jam too. Yeah, Space Jam. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Glory Keep Road. Here. No. Just a second. Uh, Air Bud. <laughs> Air Bud. You, you sold me on Air Bud. I got. It, I, I Air Bud does a lot ran, of different sports too, not just basketball. I, I think definitely it kicks ran out of movies, point. and Google wasn't working fast <laughs> enough for me to read off four. Well, the, your second choice, you got the name of the movie wrong. You got off on the wrong foot. But uh, that's that's a look. It's it, it's one of two. It's either baseball, which they've made a thousand baseball movies, or boxing. Boxing movies are, are you've got the entire Rocky series, you've got the Creed series, you've got Raging Bull, the you've, fighter. you've got the fighter, you've got the champ, which by the way is the first time I ever cried at a movie when John Voight died and Ricky Schroeder's going, champ, champ. I was like eight and it just wrecked me. That was, that was terrible. So I think it's probably boxing out. Uh, blue chips. Um, <laughs> These are all I think Martin Shore was in a game in a movie as well. I, I can Uncle keep Drew. going here. Uncle, Uncle Drew. Drew. There's the another way, great one. Kyrie's lost his mind, right? Have you seen what he's been doing on Twitter lately? My goodness, that guy needs. To I have not out. seen, but can I say one other thing about your boxing? Mm. Damn, I've even told you guys, Ali is one of my favorite Ali. movies of all time. There you go. Yeah, Dang see? it. Well, one to one. We'll see how it goes now. <laughs> Emily, next topic after I win. Okay. You would go on a SpaceX launch if you were offered to go for free. Alan, is this fat or cap? All right, so this is interesting. I, I couldn't be – I'm going to actually go fact on this one. I couldn't be a bigger Elon Musk fan and whatever that dude touches. And I just think he's so important. You know, we have so much security that's around uh, presidents and things. Like that. I'm like, can we use some of that security towards Elon Musk? Cause he's that important. We can just to, slide Matt Stafford in there. To, <laughs> he's that important to society, right? Like he's that important. I trust SpaceX. Like I trust what Elon Musk is doing. So for all those reasons, and I've already told you my, you know, the fake space that's been going on with other companies I don't want to get into right now. I, I'm going to I'm going to say yes on this. I think it's fascinating, but I also trust who's in control. It's it's cap because, first of all, I'm not I don't need to be first when it comes to space travel. I don't need to be in the top one quarter of one percent or whatever. I'll, I'll be the guy that gets on the rocket after they've been doing it for 30 years. When Southwest Airlines, when Southwest exactly. Airlines is now a part of it. Yeah. When I can catch the uh, the SpaceX shuttle out of John Wayne Airport to go to babe, Venus. Babe, it's ninety nine dollars. <laughs> it's this weekend only. So what are we doing? Hey, when do we have to leave? for spacex we're going to venus when are we coming back on the weekend okay yeah let's, well you know push that at a reservation a day or two no I, i'm i'm not getting on a rocket a i'm a coward and b i feel like there's still too many things that can go wrong okay <laughs> last one up uh octopuses octopi octopi, octopi? yeah octopi. either way Octopuses yeah. are the creepiest thing that can be found in the ocean. Travis, this is factor cap. I think it's cap because I they, they are kind of creepy, but I would use a different. Ver I think they're the most interesting thing in the ocean. I would argue that they might be the most interesting creature anywhere. They're super super smart. Okay, they can open jars. Yeah, have you ever seen that? Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Okay, that they can problem solve like that is a real problem. They 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 seem to have emotional capabilities. Yep. These might be aliens. Fourteen hundred on their SATs. <laughs> this no, I, I am intrigued by. I'm like put it to this point. I they're and they're also they're very delicious. 
that if, if properly cooked, an octopus is just a wonderful little appetizer. A little I, I really octopus. don't like the way you talked about describing how smart they are, how great they are, uh-huh. how curious you are about them, and then that rolled right into, and there's nothing like a little bit of lemon yes. and salt on yes. top of an octopus. Delicious. Just, just a delicious snack. I, listen, I was I wanted to go fact on that, but I'm with you that they're fascinating, just fascinating. There's a documentary I forget what it's called. It was it was one of the top with, ones on with on the Netflix. guy. Like yes, yeah. That well, yep. that one kind of goes to a weird spot that I kind of didn't. Yeah, love. it was it was a very close relationship. But <laughs> Too close, but let's, quite frankly. <laughs> but it puts you into a world where yeah, they are fascinating. Yeah, they are incredibly smart. Yeah, they understand more than you could possibly imagine. I almost felt like this dude was it was his pet, right? Like that's that's kind of how it Best came friend, off. Almost. So creepiest no, there's definitely more things in the ocean that uh would scare the hell out of me more. Yeah, yeah. most of the ocean is is unexplored anyway. So there's tons of stuff out there that we have no idea about. Yeah, at this I, point. I don't like anything that can problem solve like animals that can problem solve like that yeah. are a little uh little too they're a little too smart for me. All right. Um Al We've spent five and a half months getting ready for the baseball season conclusion, and we're nowhere. Yep. We're we're a game away. I'm gonna Back try to, square one. I'm going to try to explain it all to you. Coming up next, it's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.